weeks ago, we started this series that is all about money. And last week, we did not have worship on Quill because it was way too cold and snowy and icy to have worship on Quill. So two weeks ago, we started this series, uh, and, and we're just talking about money and what is a healthy way that we can interact with money. Uh, what's a healthy way that we can interact with money starting now as middle school students and high school students um, so that as we grow up, uh, we can have a healthy interaction and our hearts um, can have a healthy interaction with money and with God. And so um, before we go any further, uh, I want to answer one big question or ask one big question. Why are we even talking about money this month? I mean, you guys are in middle school and high school. Some of you have very little interaction with money. Uh, your parents may give you some money, but that's about it. Some of you have more interaction with money. Um, you may have a job and have to pay for gas or car payment or whatever it may be. But in reality, compared to what your interaction with money will be as an adult, you have a very low interaction with money. And so the big question is, why even talk about money when we are in middle school and high school? And in order to answer that question, I want to go to the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10. Um, I find it really interesting in this chapter, John chapter 10, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees. Now, the Pharisees are the religious leaders of the day. The Pharisees are the ones that are trying to teach people how to follow God. The Pharisees are the ones that the people go to when they have questions, when they need answers, when there are things that they don't understand. And so Jesus, in this moment, is speaking not to the common people. He is speaking to the religious leaders. And at some point, obviously, the religious leaders and Jesus butted heads. The Pharisees were not a fan of Jesus. And Jesus looked at them and said, listen, there are some things that you have backwards. This would have blown the Pharisees and the religious leaders' minds. They were the ones that have studied the scriptures from the time they were born. They were the ones that knew everything. They had it all figured out. They were the ones that set the rules for the people so that the people would get closer to God and be able to follow the scriptures the best that they can. And Jesus said, there are some things that you don't have figured out. And then he jumps into this, uh, this explanation in John chapter 10, verse 10. And he says this, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy but I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. He says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. The thief comes just to, to harm you. But I've come that you can have life and have it abundantly, to have it to the full. And in this moment, he gives the Pharisees the main reason he came to earth. And that main reason is the same for us. He came to give us life, to give us an incredible, full, abundant, overflowing, awesome life. And here's the deal. A lot of times when we think about the life that Jesus offers, we think about eternity in heaven. And yes, that's part of it. Jesus offers us life with him forever, and it's going to be awesome and incredible and mind-blowing and more than we ever thought or imagined. 
But what Jesus is saying here to the religious leaders, to the ones that said, you have to follow this rule and this rule and this rule and this rule and this rule. And Jesus kind of came and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's back the train up. There's some things that are more important. Jesus in that moment says, I came to give you life. And to give you a life that is just incredible. And that life that he offers isn't just for eternity, it's for right now. The life that Jesus offers is for right now. Now, here's the thing about life on this earth. Money is a necessity. Jesus talked a lot about money. And so if we are going to have the life and the life that is to the fullest, then we need to have our hearts in the right spot when it comes to money. Money is just a part of our experience. But, but here's the thing. If you forget everything I say about money and everything I say for the whole entire rest of the lesson, if you zone out, know this. Hear this. Jesus offers you life. Now, that's the whole reason he came. He loves you. He came specifically so that you could be with him. And every experience that you have on this earth, he wants it to be the best that it can possibly be for you. Now, does that mean everything's going to be easy? Absolutely not. But that means that in the midst of difficulty and in the midst of up and downs, we've got someone there with us, continuing to remind us that he is offering us life. And so this life that Jesus offers involves, because we live in a culture that uses money, this life that Jesus offers does involve money. And so Jesus talks a whole lot about Money. I remember when I turned 16. I told you guys last week, I kind of started my, uh, my use of money on a daily basis when I was in middle school, and I thought it was really cool. I was getting 20 cents a day, which was a dollar a week. And I was like, sweet, I'm getting a dollar a week. Well, when I turned 16, I realized that I was going to have a car payment because I had bought a car. My parents had helped me, but I had borrowed money from my parents, so I still had to pay my parents every month. I had a car payment, and I had to buy my own gas. So I had two bills. I had two bills that I had to make sure were paid. I had a car payment and I had to buy my gas. That meant that I had to get a job because I very quickly realized that earning a dollar a week by keeping the change from buying my type A lunch was not going to be enough money for me to make my car payment and be able to pay for my gas to get where I wanted to go and do things with friends. And so, that led me to getting a job and led me to experiencing my first form of a budget. Now, you're going to hear me talk about a budget a little bit tonight, but, but here's the deal. A budget is simply this. It's simply a plan for your money. It's simply a plan for your money. And we're talking about a budget tonight, but the truth is Jesus never, ever, ever talks about a budget. He just doesn't. It wasn't a part of his time or his culture. And so the thing that Jesus did talk about a whole lot 
was this idea of our hearts and the way that we interact with money. And this is where a budget is so important because what happens is our hearts belong to God. And what we can tend to do, Jesus says over and over, is money can begin to pull our hearts away from God and toward money. We can begin wanting more and more and more and more and more and more and more. And when we say, okay, I've got a, a budget, we say, God has blessed me with this much. Here's my plan for it. And so my challenge, my challenge to you guys tonight is a really short lesson, uh, but my challenge to you guys tonight is simply this. You have some money. You have some Christmas money, maybe. You have some birthday money, maybe. Maybe you have a job and you get some money on a regular basis. A budget is simply a tool. It's simply a tool that we as humans have created so that our hearts can be interact with money and God correctly so that our hearts can not chase after money, but can say, all right, I've got this money. God has blessed me with this money. Now, what am I going to do with it? And that's the extent of our interaction with money. It's not this thing where money pulls us away. You guys have had that experience where you've experienced people that just chase money over and over and over. And like they're pulled away from family or pulled away from friends and, uh, and it's just a difficult thing. So this, this budget idea says, here's the money I'm blessed with. What's my plan for it? And we make sure our bills are paid and our families get to eat. And if you decide to give to the church, you can. We're going to talk about that more next week. Um, but a budget is simply a plan. So that our hearts can say, all right, here's what I've got to work with. God's blessed me with this. Where do I go from here? And so uh, my practical challenge to you tonight is simply this. Sit down this week and take a look at whatever money you may have. Sometimes our, uh, we look at our money and we say, I've got this much money and we have a choice to make. And you guys create budgets on it. Uh, you guys create budgets when you have money. When you sit down and you say, okay, I've got this much money and I really want to buy um, a, a new phone. So I'm, I'm going to save my money for a new phone, but, I, but man, I really want to go to the movies with my friends. Uh, I'll go out this week, but I'll skip next week. And I'm going to save the next week's money that I was going to spend on movies for a, new, for a new phone. That's a budget. When you skip getting ice cream so that you can save money for a new car down the road, you've created a budget. And so tonight, this week, sometime, I want you to simply get in the mindset of just looking at your money and instead of saying, oh, I have 10 bucks, oh, I think I'll spend 10 bucks at Walmart right now. Think, all right, where do I want this money to go? Begin just asking yourself the question. Because I've experienced people whose hearts have been pulled toward money and it destroys everything else. Money is not bad. Money is, is a, a fine thing to have. We just have to be able to use it correctly. And so I want to encourage you guys uh, this week, simply sit down and think about uh, the money that you currently have and where you want it to go. So let me pray for you, and then the band can come back up. God, thank you so much for tonight and the chance to be here. And uh, God, I thank you for giving us life. I thank you that, came, that you came that we can have life and have it to the full. And God, I pray that, um, 
that as we interact with this life and with money, that, um, that you would guide us. And um, God, that our hearts would always be toward you and uh, we would recognize the blessings that you have given us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.